And welcome to the KBND Morning News in the stressless this morning in studio, looking very comfortable. Brianna Sylvester, who is COCC's Director of Financial Aid. And Brianna, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for being here today. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me. So financial aid, money, money to help people go to school. So what exactly is financial aid? Yeah, so financial aid is a word that we kind of use as an umbrella term for grants, which are funds that students don't have to repay, uh, the federal work-study program, which are earned funds, and then student loans as well, which are funds that students would have to repay. So when we say financial aid, we're really talking about all those different types of funds. Okay, so it's a, a whole incorporation of some you can get and not have to worry about, and then others that are loans that you need to pay back. Correct. How does a student go about starting the process? Yes, so the first step in applying for financial aid is completing the free application for federal student aid or the FAFSA. Uh, and so that's going to be what kind of initiates the whole process. And then the first step in completing that FAFSA application is signing up for what's called a Federal Student Aid ID or FSA ID. And that's going to be your login to your federal student aid portal uh, as well as your signature with the Department of Education. Okay, you just involved the federal government. And to me, that sounds like a very long process. Yes. So, you know, unlike a lot of things that we're getting more comfortable with these days on, on happening quickly, uh, financial aid is still a process. And so what we want to make sure is, is that you know what the process is and that we get started early so that you can have the information you need at the time that you need it. How early? So typically speaking, um, we recommend that students apply for financial aid about this time of year um, if they're looking at fall term. So students who are currently enrolled in school, you can go out to studentaid.gov and you can complete your FAFSA application now. Uh, but the FAFSA application, if you're looking at coming in the fall, um, the Department of Ed has told us that that application will be available by December 31st. So I would make it your New Year's resolution to get online at studentaid.gov the first week or two of January and get that FAFSA completed. That takes a while. You know, we do want you to set your expectations appropriately. Um, the worst thing is to sit down and think you're going to have the application completed in five minutes. Um, the Department of Education has said, allow yourself about an hour. Um, I think that's overly generous, but you do want to give yourself a little bit of time so that you know as you read through the information, you know what you're doing. Same people that make us fill out taxes. So it's <laughs> yes, going to take some time. It's going to be detailed. <laughs> Correct. However, one of the great things that is happening this year, which is partly due to this a slight delay in the opening of the FAFSA application for the 2024-25 years, they're actually making some pretty significant improvements to the FAFSA application this year. Uh, and so that is causing a little bit of a delay, but we're very hopeful and excited to see this overhaul that we've needed for a little while. Uh, so hopefully as uh, families and students, you're going to see um, a much easier, streamlined, more user-friendly application. More simplified, baby? More simplified, fewer questions, uh, more mo mobile-friendly. So it's going to be a little easier to complete. All right. So you do that after the first of the year. And do you have any help to put this all together? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, we are your local resource here. So as a community college, we are here to help serve the community. And uh, whether you're looking at COCC or other institutions, um, we are always here to help. So we are going to be holding some uh, FAFSA filing workshops in the month of January. So if you go to COC's website and go to the financial aid section, we're going to have all those dates posted. Um, but we'll be at the Bend, Redmond, Madras, and Prineville COCC campuses. 
In addition to that, OSU Cascades is going to be hosting what we call College Goal Oregon, and that'll be January 18th from 3.30 to 7 in Tyson Hall. Just show up, and we'll get you on a computer and get you going. Okay. So you get all kinds of help in doing this, and then send it off, and then what? (laughs) Then what? It goes into the abyss, (laughs) and you're going to get an email from uh, Federal Student Aid. Um, It's going to be called your FAFSA Summary Submission, and this is going to kind of give you an indication that, one, the FAFSA has been completed, and then if there's any things that they think you might need to go in and make a correction on. So you do want to make sure that whatever email you use to complete your FAFSA application, that you check that regularly because they will communicate with you to let you know if anything needs to be changed. Um, then also in, in probably toward the end of January, early February, you'll receive um, what we call your student aid index or SAI. That's kind of the magic number that at the FAFSA computes to um, that schools use to determine what kind of aid you qualify for. So that FAFSA submission summary is going to just give you that overall um, summary of information that you've put in on the FAFSA. Is anyone ever flat out denied to where you're not gonna, we're not going to give you anything, or is it uh, more of a question of how much and in what form? It's usually more of a question of how much and in what form. In very rare cases, are people denied financial aid? Um, you do have to be a U.S. citizen or eligible non-citizen. So if you um, are not an eligible citizen or non-citizen. Um, then you can, in the state of Oregon, complete the ORSA, which is the Oregon Student Aid application. And that can be found at oregonstudentaid.gov. And that is where you can apply for state aid. But for most students, um, when you go to studentaid.gov, you can complete that FAFSA. And then that's where we determine grants, which are typically need-based funds, um, and then student loans. And so not everybody qualifies for grants, but there's at least the student loan program that can come in to assist with financial aid. For the parents of uh, the applying students, if you've ever gone through a home loan, would you describe it as a similar kind of nail-biting process? I would not. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. You know, there's a lot of... Um, intimidation around the FAFSA application, and it really isn't as bad as um, as people sometimes have, have thought in their minds and also as it used to be. So it has gotten a lot easier. Um, and part of this new FAFSA application, you're actually going to be giving the Department of Education permission to access your tax information from the IRS, which means you don't have to put it in yourself, uh, which is going to hopefully make that a lot simpler for um, applicants to complete that process. Will that take effect starting next year? It takes effect for the 2024-25 FAFSA. Okay. Yes. All right. So it does take effect for this application period then. Um, What about scholarships? Is that the same thing or is is a grant different than a scholarship? Yeah, grants and scholarships are different. So grants typically come from the federal or state government and they are usually need-based. So that's kind of where the FAFSA comes into play. Scholarships are usually from private organizations. Uh, A lot of scholarships will have different criteria involved with them. So some may be need-based and I am seeing that most scholarships these days want you to complete the FAFSA. So you do want 
want to, regardless of whether or not you want to participate in other types of aid, you should still complete that FAFSA application. But then those scholarships are coming from private organizations, so you really want to be looking around to the school that you're planning on attending to see if there's institutional scholarships. For example, COCC has our COCC Foundation Scholarship, which is a huge opportunity for our students, and we have so many community members that support our students and donate through that process. But then there's also the um, OregonStudentAid.gov website, um, which we call um, OSAC, which is the Oregon off, um, Oregon Student Access and Completion Office. And there is a one online application for a number of different scholarships throughout the state. And that's one of the best places you can start for looking for those scholarships. And then those are going to be based on talent. They could be based on um, experiences, uh, gifts, where you, what you want to study in school. So they, they have a wide range of, of qualifications. With all your different uh, flexibility with acronyms, you could go to work for ODOT. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, as a scholar, uh, I, I guess uh, uh, just a, queer, uh, a quick, quick definition in my mind, a grant, could I say, is need-based and a scholarship is merit-based? In Yes, in a way. Um, I would say there's scholarships are much more broad than just merit um, because you do want to think outside the box. It isn't just about um, your grade and your GPA in high school or in college. You do want to branch out to your interests, your volunteer activities, um, and again, what you plan to study. Um, so it, there's quite a few opportunities in, in scholarships, and we really want students to um, kind of think outside the box and not be intimidated by those scholarships because they can really be a significant support and pain for school. To apply for next year, 2024-2025, you mentioned maybe after the first of the year get in on this. Is there a hard deadline? So there isn't really a hard deadline. Um, Obviously, the sooner you complete that FAFSA application, the sooner we can get you information about what you might qualify for. But in reality, you can apply for financial aid any time during the academic year. So for example, if you are um, currently enrolled for the 2023-24 year and haven't applied for financial aid, you can go out there and do that right now. All right. Uh, Brianna Sylvester, she's COCC's Director of Financial Aid. Where do folks go for more info? So I would say the best place that you can go, there's um, a couple of different websites. The first one that you want to go to is going to be the studentaid.gov website or oregonstudentaid.gov. And then also you're always welcome to come to the COCC financial aid webpage um, to get more information. And we're your local resource, so we're happy to answer questions anytime. COCC.edu. All right. Brianna, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Brianna Sylvester with COCC at FM News 100.1 at 1110 KBND.